Alexa, play fart music. Check, check. We're like on the money. Are we? Oh, that's amazing. We're literally capping out at negative six. Oh, that's a fat bet. That's where you want to be. That's that magic decibel. I think wherever these are, I need to take a picture of. You need to just glue them. <laughs> just glue the buttons? Yeah. Like, I, I know it's a mixing board where you, you're supposed to customize it, but. We can we customize want. mine. True. Like, paint it. I'm gonna customize it me as far as like you can't switch the settings anymore. Like it's locked in at once. One. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure with the bigger ones, up. the big studios, you can just hit a button and it saves your. Uh, yeah, and it switches everything. Everything goes like. I've the, seen that. What's the, it called? The wave dance. I saw there's a there's a mixer like this, like a smaller podcasting one that has like like party mode or something like that. I yeah, forget they, what it was. Where they have electric motors in it, and like when you hit a button, they'll they'll like shift around and do a bunch of different things that one has a party light in it so it's like oh, really yeah bring the party that's cool type of advertisement this is episode two yeah oh yeah it feels like it's not but it is it definitely is episode two of ghost in the ox i'm devin i'm kevin i have some topics today oh yeah 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 i forgot i didn't even hear it let's hear it all right news not really news not news i don't have news I don't have nudes either. Oh, Alright, so... Fucking dogs made my legs itch. I just want to start off with an ad-lib story. This is just like an improv exercise that we're going to do real quick. The, ad, the ad, classic game of ad-libs? So, so we're going to make a story, but we're just going to go one word at a time back and forth. No, I know how to play ad-libs. And I love no it. set number of words. We're just going to go until we have a complete, short, like, thought. Oh. Make a story. Make a whatever out of it. So we're literally not having any prompt. We're just going to go ahead and... Yep. But how fast, like, do we have to process this for it to you make get, sense? You get, you get uh, 10 seconds to come up with the word. You Let's have a timer? Fuck a timer. We're just going to go. We're just gonna, Fuck a timer. We're just going to go. <laughs> by, by, uh, we're going to play by ear. Mm-mm. Quench the thirst. Uh, my first word is quench. Oh. That's my second one. <laughs> no, quench, quench. Oh, no. Okay, quench. My. Unlimited. Feelings. For. This. U- ultimate. Game. Of. Chess. <laughs> Period. Unruly. Can I, like, do more than one word? No. So just one word? You can do punctuation, but one word. Okay. So you said unruly? Yeah. They. Have. Started to. Uh, I mean, started. To. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't count. Started to. Become. Rancid. Can I go period? Rancid. Children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. We'll just stop there. <laughs> okay, so what did we have? Did you record any of that? No. Damn. We'll just... We'll just That's uh, the whole point of ad-libs. Yeah. You're supposed to be I able think... to read it back to me so I can see where we're at. <laughs> right, why don't we just do a new one? We'll do a new one of us going back and forth. I'll probably just cut out that first one. <laughs> Fuck it. But I'll write down the words this time. Episode 2. Ghost on the Ox. We're doing it. We're editing. We're cutting it, to, cutting it around. We're... Cutting out our problems, trimming the fat, you know. I like a little fat on my steaks.
I I really like salads lately. I had one last night. Did you? Yeah. Family had the... I think last podcast I talked about liking salads too. Thai food. <laughs> Thai food? Nice. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do an ad-lib story. I don't know if ad-lib is what you call it, but we're just going to go back and forth one word at a time. I think it is. It was like Mad Libs is the actual Well, Mad Libs is like, one. is like, yeah, the branded word. It's like a game with adjectives and mm-hmm. stuff. This is just words back and forth. We're going to create a little th- complete thought or like a story. It could be a couple of sentences. It could, uh, it could be an actual story or it could be like a proverb. It could be like I'll just wisdom. go with it. If I, I end know. up saying more than one word, I'll just count it. Okay. So we can <laughs> Try like, not to. I'm not going to like purposely finish your sentences for you. Well, we're supposed to be finishing each other's, <laughs> like, thoughts, like, trying to be cohesive here. Completely killed the game. Alright, I'm gonna write down each word as we go. Uh, go ahead. Me start? Yeah. Alright, um, quarantine. Uh, is? Getting. Extremely. Boring. Uh, um. <laughs> you should just have it, like. Input the words as you say it. You're right. I should create... I don't know how I would do that, but I could do figure it out. With Siri, maybe. Um, okay. Siri, Martin record this memo. getting extremely boring. <laughs> but... I found... Yellow... Lotion. <laughs> Underneath... The banana... Tree. Oh... <laughs> uh. Shit. So, I'm gonna read that back to us. <laughs> Quarantine is getting extremely boring. <laughs> I found yellow lotion underneath the banana tree. That's good so far. I'm liking this novel. One more sentence. Let's do it. I said tree. Bubbles aren't supposed to scream. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Bubbles. Bubbles aren't supposed to scream. And that's our intro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's still technically right. morning for me. Quarantine is getting extremely boring, but I found yellow lotion underneath the banana tree. Bubbles aren't supposed to scream. Sounds like one of those uh, 525, or what is it, 575, the, uh, you know what I'm haikus? thinking? Haikus? Hi, yes, haikus. Hi-ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So you say this is still morning for you? This is technically still morning. I got what my coffee. It? It's only 12. 12 o'clock on That's a like Tuesday. That's like night for me. Yeah, you're like a night owl. No, actually, I take that back. 12 is like, I am a night owl. 12 is like, uh, that's like early, that's kind of early morning for me technically too because I'll get up late. So like my internal clock gets me up late. So well, it's not early I'll morning. have lunch at like 3 or 4, you know? Yeah, so sounds about right. Twelve to be early. For so me. what are we doing for lunch in this dire need? These times of uh, starvation. Tater tots all day. Is that what you got? I actually had spaghetti yesterday. Two completely unrelated <laughs> food groups. Well, I had them at the same time. <laughs> I mean, they are carbs. They're both. Or carbs. not at the same time. I had them the same night. <laughs> Tater tot spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds kind of good with the tomato sauce oh, and the man. tots. Yeah. Uh, no, I had Texas toast with the spaghetti. That was pretty good. You ever had haunted food? Is this a thing? What? No. <laughs> just, I was just asking. <laughs> I thought I thought that's like a brand or like or like a. It's in development. 
Oh, is this your new, like, patent? Just put, like, the ashes of the loved one in the cake. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Oh, and then feeding like... it to somebody. <laughs> no. It's like some Cartman Styles shit. Nah. It's bad. All right. Well, I have another segment. Um, this is things that... This is uh, a throwback. This is my incomplete notes that I write down for myself. Oh, broken thoughts. 8826. That's the note? Yep. What is it? I have no idea. That's the whole point, is I don't know why I wrote these things down. That must be an online pin. I don't... Your Pornhub account? I mean... That's not my Pornhub account. (laughs) I know my password. (laughs) You let Google remember it for you? (laughs) I have... Yeah, I have, like... What's the thing? I have, like, uh, one of those extensions that save your passwords for stuff. Google and, I, and they're all and they're all porn accounts. Yeah, they're, they're all Pornhub accounts. They're all they're all different Pornhub accounts <laughs> on the same. You're the one guy commenting <laughs> on the same video. I have a whole chain. Yeah, right. And they're all spam bots. You argue with other. them. Speaking of spam bots, spam bots. Have you ever played with um, Cleverbot? Oh, that like conversation robot. Yeah, where it's like an AI that will like. Yeah, have people. Society ruined that. Yeah. Like, people tried to go in there and ask it, like, boobies or something stupid like that. And it remembers that shit. You'll be like, hello, clever bot. And it'll be like, tits. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, all right, relevant. Let's do it right now. I'm gonna, let's do clever bot on the spot right now. Did they close it? I thought they closed it. Well, we're about to find out. If they closed it down, it's going to be the end of this one. Uh, Ghost on the Ox Zero, clever bot one. Cleverbot.com. It's still alive? Looks like it. Let's oh, see. Oh, shit. Um, it's going to ask you for your... Social security number. <laughs> what should I start off the conversation with? Um, ask it what it thinks of Ghost on the Ox. What do you think of Ghost on the Ox? Think about it. I'm a bit. <laughs> period. I'm a bit. I'm, I'm a bit. B-I-T. Maybe he's just saying that he only I'm going to say you a bitch. <laughs> you a bitch. He's gonna start coming back with some gang signs. Texting emojis of like a gun. It said, I think they're scary. <laughs> yeah, it's not so clever anymore. Here, you try something. Alright. Oh, clever button. What's you can refresh and start a new convo. How do eat orange? Period. How do you send it? Think about it. Oh. It said Legos. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Look. <laughs> you gotta toss it. I'm not gonna throw it. There you go. Uh, how do you eat orange? Legos. <laughs> <laughs> totally random. True. <laughs> True. True, my dog. It says, do you <laughs> hang out with humans? It's getting a little weird now. I'm gonna say, leave me alone. Bye. It's just some scammer in Dubai trying to get in touch with you. <laughs> sitting in front Logging of like in a, a clever bot every day to have sitting to have in conversations front of like with... a 99 Mac OS, like the giant colorful ones. Yeah, and they're logging in to have conversations with 12 year olds ASL, like Jesus across the, other countries and stuff. Oh, that's the end of that. Everyone give Cleverbot a round of applause. <laughs> Joining us today. Um, Aside from everything, how has your week been? It's been a minute. I got about half an inch of glass stuck in my foot. Really? Yeah. I was walking in the garage and I stepped on a broken light bulb. 
shit. And like the glass went about uh, like a shard, like uh, maybe that big, sort of pointy like that. About went, the size of an almond. Yeah, pretty much. It went about half an inch into my toe. Ah. Oh. Not into my toe, but like this part. The ball of your foot? Yeah, like right in the middle. That's never fun. And I had to wobble inside, tracking little spurts of blood as I was really? a trail. Yeah. There's something about your feet that's like, no matter what you do to it, it'll bleed like crazy. What's well, at the bottom of your body? <laughs> Everything's going that way. Well, that's also where the most of your nerve endings are. True. But, um, um, but yeah, no, I don't know I, if it's, if it's, uh, because also you, you have, um, what's it called? A lot of the, not veins, not, uh, Capillaries. The, capillaries. Yeah. It's a weird word, but... I'm a capillary. Are you a capillary? <laughs> I'm a capillary. In today's episode about feet, Devin Capslary. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the reason I brought that up is because number one is painful. Uh, there's a lot of blood, actually. And then number two was I had to get it out, and it wasn't, like, jammed in there, but I, it was very sensitive glass. So, like, I pulled it out, and I was kind of unsure if there was like another piece broken in there yeah. and I had to bandage it up without really knowing <laughs> so far it's healed almost entirely like perfectly with but it's I always just a sense of like knowing there's probably still a shard in your there foot. might be a piece <laughs> That's... because I remember stepping and it crunched one or two times as I stepped which means it it could have just been crunching on the ground or it went in and then like inside it, my toe it's almost indefinitely always an option for you to think there's glass in your foot when yeah. stepping on glass yeah i probably have shards in my hand and shit like that from playing with broken glass stuff that's just stuck in there over time collected in your body like Ugh. like if you get stabbed with a splinter or like a, a a pencil i know somebody who got stabbed with a pencil and the lead got so deep in there that it just got absorbed by their skin sort of and just is Ew. still there I've seen kids in a school get stabbed and shit. That shit was crazy. Like, fourth grade, you look over the kid, Lenny, and he's like, yeah! and just, like, oh. stabs a kid in the leg. I knew a kid in th- third grade. One, this is going way back. Third grade, the fucking desk. It's like these school desks that has a desk on top, the workspace, and then the little shelf that I you, remember like, those. put stuff into. Mm-hmm. It's a little cubby. Well, it was made of, like, metal, and the top was wood. And sometime in the middle of class... He he just says Miss whatever and raises his hand, and she's like Yes, and he's like oh, I'm bleeding really bad, and it's like a fucking huge gash that he got from the desk that was like bent or something, and he's like Can I go to the nurse? And she's like Oh my god, why did you wait so long to raise your hand? And he's and like it's I was just gushing down his hand. Yeah, it's like going like this. Damn. It's like in the middle of like, like in the kind of the middle of his hand between his pinky and. Oh, you know what he probably did? He probably put his hand up underneath and there was a burr or something and he like pulled back on it and just sliced him right up. I just remember the desk being broken. Like it wasn't, it was shaped wrong. And you know what they don't have anymore? Metal cubbies. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, Um, yeah, that was random. That was just a random memory. Thought burst. It just happened out of nowhere. That kid was bleeding a lot. We we were talking about glass in your foot, that's why. Yeah. Ghost on the ox and glass on my foot. Mm hmm. It's a good combo. Yeah. Um, It goes together like. KY jelly and jerky. That was a combination <laughs> I bought one time. I needed. I just happened I had to think about. That. I just I happened like, to want those two things uh, in the moment, and I went and bought them. And I, it was just a funny thing. I'm sure the person was like, "I've never tried that." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man! But uh, you said you had a paranormal story. I was interested in hearing. I, I do. Um, I have sort of two. 
that are connected and make one. Uh, so I don't know if you just heard that, but that door out there just opened. I did. Do you want to pause real quick? I'm so glad I started recording. <laughs> right. That's the good thing about recording software. You can just take off where you, uh, where you stopped. Oh, sorry about that. Freaking animals are driving me up a wall. I had to go make sure they weren't breaking into the kitchen. So, paranormal experiences. That's what I was asking. That's the story I haven't told very many people. Um... So I was a kid. I'll just get. I don't really know how else to intro it. I'll just get. It, I'll just get into it. I was a kid, and this is almost. I recall this as a paranormal experience, but it's almost one of those things that, when you're a very young child and you have a super active imagination, it's hard to tell, whether I came up with this and I don't remember it, or if it's something that came to me. That's why it was like a vision, basically, is what yeah, I'm describing. I can relate easily. I don't know if it's something I was imagining, because I was like a nerdy kid with a weird, a funny imagination. Like, I don't know, just a goofy Not imagination. Funny. It's just like terrifying. Like, yeah. Images pop up. Um, like, but the vision, these visions that I had, I had two of them. And they're, and you got to understand the context for this, because I was, I grew up like in a religious household. Me so, too. So, these are both kind of religious themed. And one of them is almost like... Almost like superhero type theme, but almost, but not really. Anyway, you okay. are Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, there's a speak, quick aside. There's a fighting game where you can play as Jesus. What? And he has like boards nailed to his hands, and he uses them to hit. No. And you play as different gods of different religions in a fighting game. It's, it's on I, Steam. <laughs> oh my god! I forget what that shit's called, but it's hilarious. How are they allowed to do that? <laughs> because it's funny. I think it's funny. I mean, it is, but I'm surprised um, that the, the, what is it, ESRB? They don't care about that. It's free speech. True. Steam is really uh, lenient on stuff, too, now. Much more A than lot of game be. devs. All right, so anyway, the visions that I had. Let me get in the shit, yeah. juicy shit. Um, first one, I was in my living room, and I just remember, like, walking around and, like, playing, and I remember I saw, like, a black orb, like, Almost like a black hole opened, mm-hmm. like a portal, and I fell into it, and I started shooting through space, and I could see like you know shit passing me, and I went like, I'm talking like being shot like, um, what's a sci-fi that does it? Uh, I don't know. I'm just like speeding through space, like that's what you see when you're teleported or something, right? Uh, and I see stars passing, and like I co- I come out of a galaxy, mm-hmm. and then I come out of an orb. And I'm like in a throne room, and I can't. I'm, and this is why I remember. This is why I can't tell if this is something that came to me or I thought of. Yeah. Because in my head, I remember the angle at which I'm seeing things is not from my eyes. I'm seeing myself come out of this orb, and there's like a throne, and I'm looking from like an angle from like behind the throne yeah. of some like a figure with a hand holding like the orb that I just came out of, what? and then I just teleported there. 
And I just look around. And that it's like, sounds like astral projection. It felt like I was in God's throne room or something. Yeah. That's what it felt like. That sounds like astral projection. And then I just remember looking around for a second, and then it was over. Like, that was all I remember. Damn. The second How old one, were you? Um, I want to say, like, six or seven Damn. maybe. That's insane for a six-year-old. Yeah. Not insane in a bad way, but that for your imagination insane, like, to, yeah. like, give birth to that. The other one that I had that connects to this, these were in close, like, time frame to each other. But this, this type of thing never happened again to me. It was just this one or two times that it happened. Second one, I was in the backyard playing. And I remember I'm in the surroundings that I'm in, in the in the backyard. But then I stomp, almost like a superhero, like when they're stomping on the ground with one foot. And then I remember, like, energy in a beam going to the sky. And it's that same dark black looking energy as the portal, black hole portal thing that I saw. Yeah. But it's shooting up. And then it starts to, like, spread from me out into, like, cover the earth. And then meet on the other side. Oh, shit. It was like a wave, like a shock wave. You're a supervillain. <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe what, that's what that means. But it was like a shock wave, not like it was absorbing or covering the whole earth. But it was like a... And then I and then after that happened, after, after that moment, I just snapped back to reality. I was like, what the... What? I used to <laughs> Even see as a six-year-old, my, my brain was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, though, I used to see crazy shit, too. But, like, for you to develop that in the back of your head as a six-year-old, yeah. most six-year-olds, at least what well, I'm I familiar think most, with... Mo- I think paranormal stuff is more... Prone to children. Yeah. I think kids... I think I, I've heard that more than once. So yeah, they have a closer like that one. <laughs> almost like how animals can sense weather more in a more sensitive oh, that's, way. Yeah, that yeah. Kids can sense paranormal stuff in a different way. Have like, you ever seen The Sixth way. Sense? <laughs> yeah, good movie. Um, but no, I can relate to that. What the, fuck? what the hell? But no, <laughs> but I can relate. Someone to remix that. that. I used to see. Uh, this is weird. Same kind of shit too at uh, the other house I used to live at. Um, I used to live on a street called Gay. <laughs> it's just funny. And um, there was the hallway, and it was broken off by the kitchen. And then the kitchen was kind of island, and then the dining room opened back up to the living room. Mm-hmm. And the hallway and the kitchen connected the living room to the other side of the house. But walking from my room to my dad's was just a straight beeline, and I would just pass those two kind of hallway areas. And the first part of the hallway, I would see a white figure that you could clearly make out was like a torso just like from no knees like it just literally knees down were gone and kind of translucent fades away fades away and then up to the torso and to the shoulders and then gone with no head fades away again and it would fade away and it's not like they were like chasing me or anything it was even more like imagine when you hang a christmas decoration up and it kind of slowly just spins Mm. And just sit, that's what they were doing, and I would see like multiple of those in the like in the hallway, Whoa. on the way to my dad's room, and it was always something would wake me up at night. So I'd be like, "Oh shit, I'm scared. I'm gonna go get my dad," and I would cross that hallway, and when I would cross, I'd just look, and when I would look, I would see that same shit. Just it's just sitting there, slowly spinning, and I'm it, it was so normal to me. I was just like, "Oh okay, it's there." That's freaky. But now, like you know, as an adult, you think of it, you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, yeah. When you're a kid, it's just it's a thing that happened to you, and you're like. Okay, this was out of the ordinary, but I'm also young and still understanding what life is. But when you get older, you're like, that's not normal. Yeah. What was that? that and, like, experience? I've had the, the same age, like you were saying. I had, like, another backup vision of that same exact thing, except it wasn't the torsos that I would see. 
it would just be the heads on, on the dining room side of the house and it would just be their heads just sitting there and they weren't decapitated or gory or anything it was just a head that you would see just floating and like spinning in circles and it would be a few of them and you're just like you'd literally double take because you're like fucking try to clear your eyes yeah yeah it was weird what what's let me ask you this what's the most frightening dream you've ever had my uh, abduction dream internet abduction dream like a really crystal clear like to this day do you are you okay with sharing or yeah really hell yeah ahead? fuck yeah my my let me just preface this the one i have in mind because i haven't answered this question it's a very s- small one image type thing so yours already sounds a lot more interesting than mine was gonna be well i mean i had there was a while where i was having a repeated dream and it wasn't this one this mm-hmm. one repeated the abduction one but the not not so paranormal one was my dad had told me um and living in that same house that he had a dream a lot where there was a figure standing at the bed and he could feel it grabbing his ankles and it wouldn't be like it was holding him down sleep paralysis shit yeah and the thing is is that like my mom can vouch for it and uh, my stepmom nowadays can vouch for it that he kicks into sleep because when he has that dream he's trying to like kick that dude from holding his Mm. feet and uh he told me at one time and I felt the same shit in that house where he said he was sleeping and he felt like he was not touching the bed anymore. When he woke up, his nose was about to the ceiling and then he felt himself drop back into sleep, what? like drop back into the bed. Oh my God. And I felt that too at the same house where like I was sleeping and I didn't feel the bed no more. And I opened my eyes and I was about yay close to the fan and I'm like, what? And I just dropped and hit the bed again. And it's like, it's a sensation. It's not like Jesus. You, you can physically feel yourself like dropping, but like you feel yourself hit and that's yeah. what wakes you up and you're like, what the fuck? If I experienced that, I would need therapy, I think. We've both experienced it. That's, oh my God, that's freaky as shit. Yeah. Jesus. Like, my my dad's told me that. Like, my dad now is 55, but when he told me that, he's like, you know, early 40s or whatever. But he was like, yeah, I used to have dreams where I was floating in my room. And then to follow that up, for like three years in a row, I had an abduction dream. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know why it ties together, but it does. (laughs) Like a shadow figure standing at the edge of your bed. Mm, intruder, you know, like mm. different dimensional traveler. But um, the abduction dream. <clears throat> Let me uh, get ready for this one. Yeah. Have a nice old sippy sip. Now, it's cliche because everyone who has an abduction dream, they always end up sounding the same. But the reason why they're similar is because it's. I guess it's how they do their deeds, Mm -hmm. whoever these people are or things. And the distinct details about this dream are it started when I was 14 and didn't stop until like I was 15. So for a year of this, I had like had dreamt this dream four different times, but the details of it first happening are it was Christmas Eve. It was nine o'clock and I was 14 years old. Mm -hmm. So like those are like the really solidified details that I can remember and at that time, being 14 years old, I shared a room with my older brother, Corey. Yeah. And we had bunk beds. Shout out to Corey. Shout out to Corey. He actually just got in an accident. Oh, man. He had his nice-ass car. What does he have? GTI. Oh. Volkswagen. <clears throat> but I just found out last night. But yeah. Um, I'm getting chills. Uh, we shared a room. I slept on the top bunk. Ironically enough, making me more vulnerable to fucking ceiling travels you know what i mean like i'm closer, <laughs> closer to the fucking ceiling but the uh, ghost is to use less energy yeah right oh, okay cool he's right here yeah. but 
Um, It'd be a pain in the ass to get the other one. Like, yeah, have to the move them around, right. try not to wake up the one on top, you know. <laughs> but just getting me was quick. It's a quick job. But uh, so it was Christmas Eve. And the reason why I can distinctly remember this is because I went to bed early to make sure that I was able to get up early. As a lot of kids do. As a Christmas lot of kids Eve, do, you know. Christmas and like time. my parents, of course, you know, were telling me to go to bed early so they can um, get what they got out for us too and, mm-hmm. you know, set it up for us. And um, that it was, was like, always the tradition is the presents don't actually go into the tree until you wake Christmas up. Eve. Yeah. But like the night like of and mm-hmm. then in the morning they're there. Um, shout out to Santa. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I just described basically with Santa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, he's the one who abducted me. Oh God! No, um, that, that would be. Where I leave off? Oh yeah, okay. So it was like nine o'clock when I went to bed, right? And for me, as a kid, I could sleep in like pitch black silence and shit like that, which people mm-hmm. always think that's weird. Like, but the only thing that my only thing is, is I have to cover my eyes, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's a in shirt darkness. or my pillow. Yeah, I can't let light intrude my eyes because that bothers the shit out of me. So it just so happened that this night. I was just so eager to go to bed, I didn't cover my eyes, and um, the window at the time faced my face, so like in in this room, the the bed would be where you are, and my face would be facing this window, okay. and a light, you know, at this point, I'd probably, it had been like 10 o'clock, I'd been asleep for an hour, and like a light, like a, a car was passing by on the street came through the window, and I thought it, nothing of it, you know, mm-hmm. plenty of cars have done that before in the past, so I would... Oh, sorry. No, I would let that go. I would see it through my eyelids and kind of just still try to pull myself to sleep. And and then it happened again, except this time when it happened, it was kind of like behind it in the back of my head. I can almost hear like a... And it kind of like vibrated my entire room. Whoa. And the weird thing is, is I was the only one that was like reacting to it because like mm-hmm. I looked underneath and Corey was like, you know, he, he looked dead. He was yeah. sprawled out sleeping. So as I'm hearing this... Like, my first intentions were, like, oh, shit, you know, like, this is insane. So, I uh, I hopped out of bed and, like, was kind of just sitting in the middle of my room while, like, this light's still shining through my window. And it was almost like it was brighter than daytime. Like, that's Whoa. the only way you can describe it, where it was, like, there had to have been a cop car with its light bar and its spotlight on shining through my window for it yeah. to, yeah. So, my uh, little intellectual self goes up to the window and... Uh, I had those pull-up cheap lines where you just pull it up and they, like, rack up all mm-hmm. the way to the top. And I pulled them up, and on the other side of the window was just, like, not nothing scary. I couldn't really see anything, but I uh, was taller than me. And at the time, 14 years old, I was probably, like, 5'6". I was pretty tall. And, and like, You're a tall person. I'm, now so. I'm 6'2", so, like, you know, I, was, I was getting in that spurt. and right. But it was taller than me. And, I mean, pretty much almost to the top of my window, and my windows were probably, Jeez. like like seven foot window from where they were and all it did like the scariest part was all it did out of all this like insane sound in the back of my head and this light going on all it did was just do this and lift its hand and when it did that i just just waved i just ko'd like i remember like distinctly like going limp and passing out and then like that's some alien abduction what felt like like, some force magic what felt like 30 seconds was like me w- coming back too and i thought i was in my room and it was a normal like like it was a dream mm-hmm. but what i was actually like where i was like the only way i can describe it and the only way i've ever described it is like the waiting room of a dentist like you're just, in purgatory 
like just that that you're smell just, that you can sm- like you're we're in limbo literally and there yeah. wasn't anything distinctive around me other than just like like just brightness and then there was these two shadow things that were like standing over me and i could feel them like moving my head around and stuff and you yeah. could hear them communicating between each other but i couldn't make out what it was because it was just these weird sounds mm-hmm. and then i just remember um uh like realizing that like if i am awake this is completely fucked up because like at the time i had woken up in this experience in this dream of mine and when i woke up in the dream air yeah. quotes it felt like i had woke up and when i was awake that's what i was seeing so i was just like in a real sense of like terror like that's the only like no screaming or anything but you're at that point you're like helpless right and then the last thing i remember of that room was the smell you had had like an inception moment sort of like you're you woke up within the dream and then you thought you were i mean that's not really inception but you know what i mean (laughs) i thought i was asleep yeah you thought i was actually awake right and that was the reality of it and um but like i said like the whole dream state of this felt like i was awake like, you know, whenever you have a nightmare and you force yourself awake and you can feel yourself sweating, mm-hmm. that's what I felt. Heart rate up. Yeah, that's what I felt being awake in that room. And the smell carried on with me the next morning when I woke up on Christmas Day. Oh, I woke creepy. up and that was the first thing I smelled. That's freaky. And it was Christmas and everybody else acted like the night was normal. Like everybody woke up. They were all. And this is the weird part. I went to bed early to get up early, but I ended up being the last one awake. <laughs> So you were like, like they, uh, they dated afterwards. Yeah, like I, I came, I came um, back to reality pretty much to them being like, "Hey, wake up! It's Christmas!" And like I woke up to like cinnamon rolls and shit like that. Like it was a normal day. No one else had experienced that in the house except me. And that shit happened like three or four times. I don't know, man. That's like, that's pretty freaky. <laughs> and like the weird, the details of it are what really gets me going because it's like I've never. So I'm sorry. The reason I say it's really freaky is number one, besides just two two elements of it: the waking up within the dream and thinking you're actually awake, and then waking up again, yeah, and realizing none of that, like that was a dream. But then on top of that, having that same experience multiple times. Yeah, and the thing that was like. The scary part was is the reason why I could feel myself rehaving that dream would be because like the small things would set me off in my head mm. and it would insane like my my fear would go through the roof in the middle of my like sleep like I would be in REM sleep and then in my head within like that whatever dream I'm having of a fucking girl or whatever something stupid uh, the thought of an alien would click off in my head. And then I would literally start to like tremble to try to pull myself out of sleep because I was like, they're going to fucking get me. They're going to fucking get me there. And all of a sudden I would wake up and jet up, oh, yeah. fucking sit up and I'd be sweating. Like and the, the thing in my head would be like, why was I thinking that there was nothing related to that? And then out of nowhere, it came back in my head and all that shit. Almost started. like they're, they're like remotely trying to infiltrate your thoughts. Not even that, like almost more like that. I'm sensing them in my room or whatever yeah and that's why i'm waking up and when i wake up like my room the scary thing about it is, is like my room's always like pitch black when this shit happens mm. and like the when i first started to like realize it was happening repeatedly the first night it scared the shit out of me because i remember i distinctly went to bed with like my tv on and everything like that and had that same dream and woke up and everything was off and i had thought it had been four in the morning and it had only been like 30 minutes Wow. So, like, that's... That, I, I hate... Time just doesn't exist when you're asleep. 
Well, no, that's the scary part is because, you know. It, sometimes it can go by really fast or it could be like a couple minutes and you thought it was hours. Yeah, and really to me the weird part is is that like it's the little details that you you know yourself. Like, for instance, my laptop doesn't go to sleep until an hour goes by. Mm-hmm. But if I like was sitting here with it on and out of nowhere, I black out, come back to and it's only been 10 minutes and all my electronics are turned off. That's going to tell me something weird yeah. happened. So that's yeah. why I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? Like, huh? Everything's off. Like I'm, I'm laying on top of my blanket. Like what the fuck? Like mm-hmm. it was the weird details that like environment change. Yeah. And the, like I said, when I woke up that Christmas morning and I could still smell the dentist's office, it's like, why am I smelling a dentist's office if I just went to bed and came back? Like, it's just weird. It was like the smell of sanitary. Like, that's really the only mm. thing you can think of. Like, it was just I clean. I kind of envision that. Like, uh. That smell that you can almost taste. It's like, it's just literally like, like fluoride. Like a hospital hallway. Literally. <laughs> literally. Like, walking into a hospital, that that smell, mm-hmm. that's what you smelled. Like, that's what I smelled the next morning, and it was just weird. Smell is weird, man. Smell gives you weird, like, triggers memories that don't really exist sometimes. Like, you know where you have a... Me- you... Your brain, like, makes really weird connections with smells. I don't know how to describe it, but there's times where I walk into a room and for a brief second I smell something that brings back a memory, but that memory doesn't even exist. It's almost like a feeling. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe an object or something I associate it with, but for some reason I can't ever make out what it is that I connect it to. Anyway, my paranormal dream that I, I remember for a long time that stands out amongst all the other dreams I've had uh, is much less interesting and frightening, I think, than yours. Mine is very simple. So mine... Well, mine was just like... Yours is pretty complex and I think is... I think it really happened. (laughs) Do you? I don't know. A lot of the people I tell, they kind of like... Like how it you react. It seems like something happened. To that's what. That's the thing is like a lot of people will be like that. That's a lot. That's a lot of details for it to be just a dream. Because normally you know you have a dream and you're like, oh, I, I don't remember. know. I've had really detailed dreams, also that felt real. Yeah. But over time, I start forgetting them. But it's just the cliche factor that most alien abduction recalls are recalled as a dream, mm-hmm. and it's that just like True. the frosting on the cake where it's like, oh, everyone says you had a dream. Well, then that's a fucking sign. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if everybody who's... Like they're like I said, they're trying to infiltrate your dreams and stuff. Yeah, well, that's the they're thing. They're telepathically, like, like... If you throw enough mud on a wall, you. there's going to be some that sticks. You know yeah. what I mean? So there's some fact to whatever stories people are sharing through their dreams. And I'm not saying I'm some alien star child, but at the same time, if one in seven people are experiencing... That's not a true fact, I'm just saying. If one in seven people are experiencing random, something random weird... Numbers. Yeah, weird experiences... And they tell another person, and that person like goes off and tells another person, and words get changed around. Yeah, it's gonna sound fake. Mm. But then if you got seven of all seven people saying like, "Yeah, I had a dream I was abducted by aliens," and like you're just like, "Oh, all you are saying it's a dream. That's bullshit." Like you know what I mean? Like some yeah. some truth behind it has to come clean. Like because there's no reason for it to be happening. And just I, I don't watch like scary enough movies for that shit to just like cultivate in my brain. Yeah, I have had dreams that have. Um, felt real in the sense that it had a real lasting mental and emotional effect on me. Yeah. But I know the th- what took place in the dream wasn't real. And it's really hard to describe because I remember having... I didn't even tell my spooky dream yet, but a quick another side story is I remember one morning just being really depressed and almost like blank 
for a, a whole like day because I woke up from a dream that I couldn't even remember the details of it, but I had a weird like emotional reaction from it, and it's it screwed up my whole day. It's like it's almost like something that like you didn't imagine wanting to see or having to see, Thought and of then or seen. yeah, and then you see it in your head, and you're like, oh fuck, yeah, like that's how that's gonna feel, yeah. like something like that, like where you're that's, like, yeah, like your friend getting hit by a car, and like you dream that shit, you're like oh what the fuck, mine was almost. I have, I think I have really psychedelic dreams. Mine was something kind of trippy, almost like something that you would only you can make up. Drugs will do that. No, <laughs> I mean I wasn't on drugs when I don't it know. Just happened. I'm but just playing. It felt like, I don't know, something I can't describe with words that I felt. Okay, it's my paranormal spooky dream. Yeah, this is again very kind of basic and probably something that a lot of people had. But my so in my dream, I'm in the setting of where I'm sleeping. Which happens to be at a summer camp. I'm like in my teenage years. I'm at a summer camp. Summer camps always have spooky dreams. They it's a cabin of twelve kids. They're all at bunk beds. There's six bunk beds. I'm in, the cabin is sort of L shaped, and in this the bottom part of the L, the short end, uh, I'm in that corner. And there's a window, so I'm he- against the wall, and there's a window here. Oh, you had to sleep to a window. Near a window. Yeah. And I, I remember in the dream, I was in that scenario. It was nighttime. I look out the window, and out the window is pitch black. I see a tree, which there was a lot of trees, like, surrounding the cabin and stuff in that spot. Um, but I, all I see is pitch black in a tree, and then comes into focus is a floating mask. And it's like, you ever seen uh, Phantom of the Opera? Yeah, where it's like just mask, a half it's, like mask. Ha- it's kind of like that, except it's almost it has a long nose, like a long, almost like beak nose. Oh, like the crow masks. I don't know what the that doctor is. mask from like the sort 1700s. of, but it's real thin. Oh, and it's like that, but it's a half Waluigi. It's like <laughs> yeah, kind of, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but it's like a half uh, of a face, um, and it's the it's a one half is like the full mask, the other half is kind of like warped, and it's almost like it's still. Not it's not complete, so this comes in this mask face thing. No entity is like behind the mask. It's just the mask itself comes in, comes into focus and then slams into the the window. What the fuck? And then starts going like, just going nuts. Like um, just sounds and shit. Like, like a, no, not even sounds. It was just like almost like it's rubbing its face up against the window like this. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like putting your face up and slamming your face into the window. Like glitchy and shit. Yeah. Like really fat. Oh, that's and like. Then, Ugh, and I then, know exactly and then it just disappeared. It pulled back, and then I woke up. I was like, "Uh, that's all right, fucked." Bro. And I looked at the window that was there in real life, and I'm like, "It's a good thing there's blinds on that." <laughs> in the Jeez. dream, there was no blinds, but in real life, there's blinds. I'm like, "I'm good. Uh, I'm glad I can't see out that window." That's fucked. And I, I remember waking up the next day, and like everybody's like talking about like what shit they're gonna do, and I'm like thinking about this dream, yeah, just silently. You're like, just sitting there like twiddling thumbs, like oh these people are gonna die, yeah. <laughs> something's here. I don't know what that dream meant, but it was so creepy that it was in the surroundings that I was like I, in the room. And I was gonna say like when something pulls itself into some sort of false reality in a dream, yeah. but it's including like your home. Mm-hmm. That's what the shit that scares you because then you're like. Have a have a. Um, Why is my home significant? In yeah, this dream. Like, and then you're think then you're suspicious about everything that's in your house. But then you end up having deja vu, of the dream while doing something regular, like for instance, like showering. Uh-huh. And say so you had like a scary, like for instance, the other day I was in the uh, bathroom coming out of my shower, drying off and everything, and I had put my uh, my jewel, my little uh, you know vape thing, this one, 
Like I had it standing Don't up. Don't smoke, kids. Don't smoke. Um, I had it standing up on the table, kind of leaning up against the counter, so it wouldn't have fallen over and shit like that. And I was drying off clear across the bathroom, mm. just you know, patting myself dry, and the thing just went like in the bathroom by itself and i like had to stop and literally stared at it for a second i'm just like there has to be a logical reason why that just did that because i'm not about to get (laughs) fucked in the bathroom by some ghost like literally oh my god but like not it was just like one of those things where you're like uh (laughs) like you don't want to move one of those things yeah i've had moments like that when i'm i've had at various different moments, I and mean, this is probably more normal. This is not unique to me. But as a kid, I've had various moments where I felt like I was being watched, uh, especially in the house, my old house here in PSL. Uh, I'm not going to say the road, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I felt, and I always, I think I felt that way because my bedroom window was at the front of the house, facing like the street and like the front yard. And anybody, you know how that corner is. People would always be just in our yard sometimes yeah and like the woods right next was like next to it so somebody could like sneak up it's realistic that somebody could just sneak up and like just look through my window if they wanted yeah. to or just be there yeah. i had blinds and shit but in that house i always felt like i was getting i was getting watched yeah that me and jess had an experience when we used to live at the apartment like we both saw something yeah like we both were awake and, and we both saw something. saw something and it freaked us the both like we we like scary movies and shit like that, but we don't like living that shit. Mm-hmm. And what we were seeing was nothing more like than a scary movie happening like right yeah. before our eyes. Whether it was like something in the background, lighting or whatever, I, we both saw something. And like we were sleeping and the way my bed set up was like I was facing the door if I had just opened my eyes. So, mm-hmm. And like she woke me up from a dead sleep and she like woke me up because she heard the door open. And, like, there was just a little hallway light that we kept on, but there was something standing in front of that hallway light that was blocking it. What? Like, distinctively standing there. And she woke me up. You're giving me chills now. No, she woke me up, and I, like, rolled over from a dead sleep, and I was like, huh. And she was already, like, breathing fast, and her adrenaline was pumping. She's like, Kevin, there's something in the fucking door. Kevin, she's shaking me, and I look over, and there was something there. And, like, I, I was just like, holy shit, and I rolled my blanket over my head, and I pulled her over this way, and I was just like, what the fuck? And I, like, looked, and when I looked, it was, the door was shut. And, like, th- that was the scary part. It was, like, something was fucking in the doorway. And if you have a drawing app thing on there, I'll draw it real quick. Yeah, I do have a drawing Because, like, this this is what we saw. I, did I not, wish I was able to show I did not bring uh, the stylus. everybody else. That's fine. I can make this picture of the logo for the episode. Yes. So if you draw it, if, if people can see it. It's not going to be a fantastic drawing, but this is this is pretty much... It's just a little, like... This will just be a doodle. Yeah. So let's see. So, this would be the bed that I'm facing. Here's the edge of the room. Closet. And then this... That story made, like, actually gave me chills and gave me, like, a cold sweat. Yeah, because this shit was freaking not cool. This would have been, like, our door. And, like, it was literally, like, cracked open. I've not had nearly as much paranormal experiences as you have. I've pretty much exhausted all of my strange experiences. That dream was one of them. The dream where 
I can't explain it, but it gave me a very strong emotional feeling the rest of the day. That's one of them. And then the two weird visions I had as a kid. Those four things basically are all that I can remember that's happened to me. You got these whole ass like beings following you and abducting you. So you can see where oh like my that's God, yeah I can that's I can. the edge of the bed and like the edge of the room the right side is the closet and that's how the door was remember the, you know the uh, Oleander apartments mm-hmm. that's how it was set up and I woke up to that like it was just all you could see was like an opening is the door in a, cracked into your room or yeah, out to the hallway and so it was like leaning in yeah oh my god and like we both distinctly Ooh. saw something and the thing is is like it wasn't blacked out but it what just, it what it was is like everything that's black there imagine pale white and then everything that's white is pa- like is black so it was actually a pale figure standing there i see it was inverted yeah and then his eyes were just like nothing and we both were like what the fuck oh my god if i if i was actually able to sketch it i could probably actually get prints of it cuz that shit was terrifying call it the dream stalker oh speaking of the dream stalker that's not a specific thing, but you just made me think of like an internet legend that gets passed around a lot. <laughs> and I, I could be talking to my ass. Is it that one picture that everybody sees in their dreams yes, and they have no I, relation about? Yes, yes. That dude is fucking weird. Yes, that's exactly what I was gonna talk about. Is that it? Don't it? It's always this image that gets passed around of this creepy looking dude that people see in their dreams, but they don't know who they are. Sometimes, but he's people have them- sketched the same person and they've made like an average. Of what this person looks like, so and it's, it's not—it's like not a healthy look. I don't know. It's just a creepy looking dude. I don't know. Yeah, I remember he has like bushy eyebrows, I think, or whatever. I can pull it up. <laughs> pull it up here, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if that's real or not. Because I remember it claimed that's like a study or like dream reports or something. It was like shit. from one guy going around and talking to people about their dreams, and they kept mentioning that guy, or something like that. How would I search this? <laughs> um, dream stalker, literally like dream stalker picture. Uh, no. Or, um, just type in, like, guy, same, everyone sees. no, just, I was just gonna say same guy in dreams. Yeah, oh, gay, guy everyone sees in their dreams. I mean, that auto-completed. Yes. That's just so not healthy. <laughs> it looks like a, a murderer. Literally. It looks like a... But some people say, like, he comes forth and gives them advice about their life and life decisions, and other people <laughs> say he tells them to do really weird things. When I do this... It doesn't glitch. Oh, wait, it did, yeah. <laughs> it was two faces in one. That should be the picture of the freaking bit. <laughs> the podcast? I don't but, think it should be. That's creepy. That should be the podcast. Don't turn clip. people away. But Okay, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> not if it's going to turn people away. They'll be that, They'll look at it and be like, skip. Definitely not going to listen to that one. <laughs> <laughs> one thing we do got to do, I got to get started on the sketches. Yeah, for the logo. Mm-hmm. Yep. You get a cool picture made up. Oh, I have another bit. I have another bit. If you want to go on to something. Yeah, I'll just serenade people while we wait. Yeah. What was the last song we made? Big Toast 2020? Yeah, that's how we, sp- we spawned that. Oh! Oh. 
Yeah, just in case y'all didn't know, I can play the guitar with my toes. That was all toe. This man is all toe. <laughs> all toe, all the time. All toe 2020. He's not all toe, but he's all toe. Literally all toe. Yeah. Not like an all toe, like... Singer. You know those thummies from Spy Kids? Do you remember Thumb Wars? That gay-ass game? No, it was... I think it was like a parody of... Uh, um, Star Wars, but it was all thumbs, and they had, like dressed up thumbs and stuff. No, I remember the thummies from Spy Kids. Let me look up Thumb Wars. No, what was your next bit? <laughs> I will get to that. This is a bit. Thumb Wars. Thumb Wars. <laughs> this is Thumb Wars. <laughs> I'm telling you, they did like faces oh, on the thumbs I and like dressed see them that. up. It's a parody of Star Wars. Oh no! <laughs> look I, at Layla. I mean, Leia. I did see that. Oh my god. <laughs> their faces are just oh, fantastic. If you haven't looked at this picture, <laughs> go and do yourself something. Is that supposed to be Yoda? That's supposed to be... No, that's Obi-Wan. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Look at the Death Star. Is it, is it a thumb too? <laughs> it's a thumb. <laughs> do yourself a favor and look this picture up, bitch. The Lady of Falcon. A thumb. It's a hand. In the cockpit's a thumb. Oh, that's actually kind of dope. They did a good job on the hand. <laughs> Alright. Next thing I had to talk about. Besides the Thumb Wars. Um, so I've kind of stolen this. Because a lot of other people have talked about it already. But it's it's just like a mainstream thing. You may not have heard of it. Uh, have you heard about New York City. With all the coronavirus stuff going on. New York City has some really strict. Uh, well. They have some strict guidelines going on. Regarding like you know. Social distancing and. Some people being quarantined and, you know, shit like that. Mm-hmm. But among, uh, besides that, they also released some sex guidelines on oh, how to have safe Lord. sex without passing on the coronavirus. And, um... Having sex in a rubber bag? <laughs> in a hazmat suit? Yeah, with only your, like, swang hanging out. <laughs> swang! <laughs> uh, Alright, no, so, um... I'm just gonna skip to the fun part. This is just like a bulletin, like a list, right? And one, and then like some points, and then two, some points. Um, sex and coronavirus disease, 2019, COVID-19. Um, one, know how COVID-19 spreads. Bullet, you can get COVID-19 from a person who has it. Next bullet, we still have a lot to learn about COVID-19 and sex. And then it has some other information. Um, obvious stuff, like it passes from sneezes and like, you know, being close to somebody and breathing and like moisture. So, you know, that's vir- how virus spreads, right? If you're with a partner and they sneeze on you during sex, you just automatically need to stop what you're doing. <laughs> uh, COVID-19 has been found in feces of people who are infected with the virus. Jesus Christ. Keep that in mind. COVID-19 has not yet been found in semen or vaginal fluid. So it's not, it's, you're safe from, from your juices. Um, we know that other coronaviruses do not officially transmit through sex but here's the fun part have sex with people close to you this is number two you are your safest sex partner masturbation will not spread COVID-19 thanks for letting me know that that's what that's there they go masturbate yeah, <laughs> off. especially if you wash your hands and any sex toys with soap and water for at least 20 seconds before and after sex I mean that sounds like regular procedure for those who are using those toys that's what I was going to say is number one 
you should already be watching everything yeah. any, anyway. At least I hope. Number two, I don't think 20 seconds is enough. No. Some people... Dip that shit in peroxide. <laughs> <laughs> something. Yeah, you should be disinfecting it, like, thoroughly. Lysol wipes or um, something. I mean, you're supposed to put fleshlights in the dishwasher. Like, you're supposed to clean them shit. I swear to God, if that was ever the case in my house. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to put them inside out and put them in the dishwasher. And then they get clean like that. I'm just saying, if I had ever, if I ever had a roommate that just slipped that in one day <laughs> while I'm doing my fucking dishes, they're doing the dishes again. Well, you know that it's clean, though. But it doesn't matter, bro. I don't want whatever you're sticking your swing in. All right. You're swaying, you're swaying. <laughs> swaying. That's like a sword. Swing. Swing. Okay, um, bulletin two. The next safest, par- safest partner is someone you live with. Having close contact, including sex with only a small circle of people, helps prevent spreading COVID-19. Have sex only with consenting partners. So. Don't rape. That. And uh, small circle. So only people you live with. So um, your mom, your dad. Um, <laughs> I knew uh, you were going to say Your cat, your dog. I knew you were going to say Small circle that. of people you live with. Well, I mean, you need Roommates. to tell the, tell the homies that are going out there fucking anything with legs. <laughs> Watch out, boys. <laughs> Coming 19s uh, out there. You should avoid close contact, including sex, with anyone outside your household. So it's kind of, sort of redundant. Um, Who wrote these? Uh, I don't know who specifically, but it's New York City Health. We need to credit them. Um, if you do have sex with others, have as few partners as possible. So don't be a skank, is what it's saying. Don't be Again, slut. another regular don't s- be, social rule. Don't be, what's the male version? I guess a man whore? A man whore. Gigolo? I mean, it doesn't have to specify man whore, just a whore. You're a whore either way. True. <laughs> We are not sexist. I'm, you're a whore. <laughs> I'm not sexist. You're just a whore. Um, if you usually meet your sex partners online or make a living by sex, consider taking a break from in-person dates. Video dates, sexting, or chat rooms may be options for you. So don't go outside. Go and chatterbait. That's Bro, telling it's you. literally telling you to delete Tinder. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's like, delete Tinder and try out download chat, skype chat orgy <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's just cam cam girls it's just a bunch of men <laughs> it's, literally it's, you know how you know how uh 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 chat roulette devolved into just dudes with the dicks out oh yeah well imagine like a chat like a porn where it's uh, a porn like cam site where it's just literally just every single one is just a guy with his dick out it's gonna be like that episode of south park where all the men are <laughs> let's just fuck each other <laughs> <laughs> okay so Number three, bulletin one, kissing can easily pass COVID-19. Avoid kissing anyone who is not part of your small circle of close contact. So your mom, your dad, uh, your dog, your cat, kiss them. That's fine. Don't kiss outside of them. Nope. Um, rimming. That's mouth, on there? Mouth on anus. Oh, no. Might spread COVID-19. Virus and feces may enter your mouth. Yeah, Can we just think about that one for yeah, a second? That's on the official New York City health guidelines for the oh, coronavirus. Oh, man. They um, got to cover that? They did. They have to tell people that? Yep. Yeah. Your poop got the virus in it. I mean, don't so. get me wrong. I'm not against people eating ass, but it's like... You got to wash your ass. Yeah, don't be eating swamp ass, guys. Oh, my God. That would scar me. What did you have? You almost... I thought you were about to say you had an experience. No, no, no. I'm saying that would scar yeah. me. Yeah. Worse than my weird dreams, probably. If that happened to me, I'm like I'm going to you know put a tack in bury my one. tongue in there and it's it's all swamp details. 
Okay. <laughs> Condoms and dental dams can be used. This episode got really gay. <laughs> oh, Doesn't have to be gay. Okay. Maybe female. A female ass. I know. I'm, I'm just saying. In general, a female swamp ass. I'm not saying men's swamp ass. I'm just saying it just got. Well, so... a men's swamp ass would be a lot worse. Okay. Go on. All right. <laughs> Condoms and dental dams can reduce contact with saliva or feces, especially during oral or anal sex. Washing up before and after sex is more important than ever. Wash hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Wash sex toys with soap and warm water. So they really have to remind people, you're supposed to like shower when you have like dirty, sloppy, weird, ass-eating sex. I think, to me, if I felt that sick, I would want to live in my shower. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I had, last time when I think I'm, I had the flu, I think I stayed in the shower most of the time. I take long ass hot showers and I just sit there. Yeah, you just sit. And I just cry. I don't cry. I mean, I, I shit myself sometimes. No, I'm just kidding. But that's I mean that's happened to me before. Me too. Flu. I had an experience where I was really sick. I think it was like food poisoning more. So. No, I, I used to and do it when I, I was a baby. I they'd have to lay me in the tub and like well because I wouldn't like have a movement. It was bad. Really? Yeah, they'd be like, here, put me in a hot butt tub, and all of a sudden it's like, blah! Just well, my, my experience was like maybe a year ago. Oh. And I, I think I had food poisoning, and I woke up in the middle of the night, like, I have to shit right now. And I went, ran in the bathroom, and I took a shit, and I was like, I feel really bad because I'm sick. And I go in the shower, and I'm like, I have to shit more. And I just shit in the, in the shower. Oh. And I had to stop it, you know? Like, I had to actually do it. Because, bro, I was so, like, so... It was one of those emergency poops where I just couldn't, like, it, it could not wait. Oh, that happened the other day? No, I said, a, like, a year ago. Oh. The other day. No, I was about to say, man. really bad. You gotta get checked out. Oh, no. But, yeah, um, usually, like I said, when I have the flu or something, I, I like, live in the shower. I, sh- I mean, I'll put a bathing suit on and just sit in there and raise the water bill. Yeah. Well, I love that. Thankfully... That, that- that thing has been awesome. Oh yeah, the the micro amp is nice. Mm-hmm. Make it easier for us to hear our, our beautiful, lovely voices. Mm. Um, speaking of coronavirus, this is actually one of the next topics I wanted to talk about. Um, we have a death. I oh, that's not what I was gonna say. Oh. We have a death. Mm-hmm. Who? Like fifty four year old. Oh, that's lady. Not. Condolences to their family. Well, thanks for bringing the podcast down, Kevin. I wasn't trying to. <laughs> I mean, no, but it's I'm true. Kidding. We actually have a local fatality. Um, no, I was going a negative route with this anyway because I was going to be salty for a minute because I know somebody, and you know this person too. I'm not going to call them out, but they moved here from a dense, densely populated area where there is a lot of coronavirus. No. And I have refused to see them for a while just in case but they are still seeing a bunch of other people and i'm like is it who i think it is maybe i'll tell you after but uh that motion means nothing that means nothing to me too that means nothing i don't know what that means oh man if it is if it's who i if i yeah i think i know who it is i'll tell you after you'll you'll know when i know exactly who it is um yeah, so they have been seeing other people, like, in public, and, like, uh... They ain't coming over here. No, I'm not... I told them, like, I'm not... When they got in a, into town, I was like, I'm not seeing you for a minimum of two weeks. Just in case. Because Tell you don't shower. know. He wants to be pure, like Frank from... Covered in hand sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be pure. <laughs> Shave their head. 
that would, oh my god that, that image <laughs> i don't want to be pure uh but yeah. what were you saying yeah he he's... i'm pissed off because they're like they're they're only thinking about themselves and not thinking about like oh if it's spreading if the it's fact like... that they could be spreading it to people I was gonna say, if it gets down to a point where he thinks she's gonna like get away with that shit, make me call the quarantine police. Ooh, let's get authoritarian on your ass. They don't exist, but I will. <laughs> the National Guard. We just pull up with a hazmat suit and scare the shit out of them. Right. We're from the CDC. We're gonna contain, contain you. We do it with like balaclavas on our face, <laughs> so we can't see who we are. I was imagining CDC from like that black ops zombies map where they're in the full suit and they have guns oh yeah i'm like you're pulling up to your to the house with a with a hk-47 and you're like and the other guy has like like a like a thing to clamp you so you can't move and they're like we put you in the back of a van we scare the shit out of somebody now, that's an abduction it's 115 you have anything else to add i do actually go ahead um so have you been noticing uh like this is like legit too. Have you been noticing how many police are out? Yes. Well, I got pulled over on that last Saturday. I told yeah. you about. You should tell the story. I was going to briefly. But the reason why I'm saying this is because I was going to tell literally to whoever decides to click on the the thumbnail. Yeah. If you're local, you need to be careful because these cops are out here trying to like do what they can to freaking meet their quotas or whatever. I don't know what the fucking bullshit details behind it are but these people treated me like complete trash over what they claimed to be and a speeding stop let me preface this whole story because you told me about this already but i wanted i want people to hear this story but let me preface it by saying normally we are very supportive of police yeah but we there is nothing wrong with criticizing police when they do when they treat you like shit just flat out flat out treat me so, like shit. go ahead okay and um, police I'm, run in my family. Like I'm saying, I legit support police, but yeah, but some of them are fucking dickheads. So. But um, so long story short, I it was on a Saturday, and I was at work, and I had just got done finishing up, and I was closing shop about ten. That was that night that we were actually supposed to get together and record, and mm-hmm. I got stuck at work literally until ten, and out off of the main road, I drive down. There is a Cumberland Farms. And in that section, when you pass the Cumberland Farms, the speed goes up to 45, mm-hmm. right? And it takes me probably no less than five minutes to get to that light from my work. And the whole time I was driving there, there was no one behind me. So I get off, turn a left on a, the main road there, Midway, and this truck behind me gets behind me with its fucking light bar on. And the first thing you think when you see a light bar, it's not like, oh, it's a cop. Some guy in a lifted truck. Yeah, some guy in a lifted truck. So I, I flick the uh, deflector off my rear view down so their lights aren't in my freaking rear view. And then at that point, they turned the light bar off. So, like, they were clearly shining lights straight back into my um, my rear window and shit like that, being dickheads. Yeah. And then the light goes green. I take off. And I don't very I don't drive a very fast car. Like, you know this. Mm. Like, my car looks okay, but it's not very fast. They tried to tell me from where they were behind me just passing that Cumberland Farms that I got up to 50 miles an hour. Which, I'm which t- I know from being in your car is impossible. Yeah. 
<laughs> and that no distance. less, no less than unless you're really pushing it. Yeah, you know, like I had to turn the AC off and like everything else. Type <laughs> you gotta turn the lights off. Yeah, literally. You gotta turn the radio off. Everything. Unplug your phone. But um, your car needs as much juice. As I drive possible. a Sonata. You know what I mean? Like an 04 Sonata mm-hmm. stick shift. So and it's just just loud enough to get their attention. So that's probably why. <laughs> Maybe he, this man Maybe tried to tell nice. me. First of all, the speed limit in this area was 45. Like I said. He tried to tell me I was going 50 in a 35. And then, of course, you know, my dumbass, I had my one-hitter on me. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. You know, I was. I told him I had it on me because he wanted to fucking search my car. And the only reason he wanted to search my car was because there was literally a green speck on my pant leg. Yeah? Yeah. That's what he said? or No, he saw it. He oh. he shined his light down on my leg and there was a green speck right oh, here. Oh, you saw him like peep it. Yeah, and he was just like, "I'm gonna need you to step out of your car for weed." He's like, "Is there anything in the car with you right now that I should know about?" And I was like, "Uh, my one hitter, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, that's all I have on me. It wasn't enough to get in trouble with. If anything, they'd confiscate it. You know, that's why I was like, yeah, my one hitter." So, the guy who had pulled me over originally, the one with the light bar, he was probably no older than three years older than me. Yeah. So you know, a young cop. And then his partner was this uh, Mr. Clean-looking motherfucker who uh, had to shine his torch in my face and scream deliberately to open my mouth like I was hiding something from him. And uh, when I got out of the car, they turned me around, pushed me against my car, frisked me, and then asked if there was anything that was going to stab him or poke him, needles mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I had told him no, right? And they were asking where I'm coming from. I told him work. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, really coming from work where do you work i told him where i work who's your boss i told him who my boss is and they're like what's his number and don't lie to me because we're gonna stop by there tomorrow to make sure that you're not there what like trying to get me fired type shit so then the bald guy he goes why'd they hire you using fake piss i'm like no i just (laughs) you know i I didn't i didn't i told you the story about that It's, it's funny i didn't i'm just a clean person you know what i mean all i do is smoke i don't do anything crazy and uh, he goes, so you're a dope smoking mechanic, huh? Like, okay, no. First of all, I you know I smoke a little weed. It's not dope. <laughs> you know, I'm sure your son. I just smokes. love that you're a dope smoking mechanic. This is his exact words, bro. Hand to God, he goes, you're a dope smoking mechanic, huh? Uh-huh. He's like, why are they hiring you? And I literally told him, I laughed. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm good at what I do. And the young cop looks back at me and he's just like you ever been arrested before and i'm like no sir and he's like really surprised surprised like my have i have the cleanest fucking record you know you could wipe your face with my record and it wouldn't hurt you like that type shit like it's just clean record and this guy's like so you never been arrested huh you ever been in trouble with the law i was like no you know i've been pulled over before no and he's just like huh like stumped mm-hmm. like and then when he came back to me after searching my car he told me to open my mouth again like, yeah what? Yeah, they shined the light in my face, told me to open my mouth, make sure I wasn't hiding anything. And then after all that, they were trying to like get under my skin and everything like that. And because I was being super honest with them, they gave me my weed back and sent me on my way. The one hitter? Yeah. Oh, you, you said you said weed. Like you had more, but no, they gave me my one hitter back. Yeah, which like, which is like all that just to not just to give it back. Just to give it back, <laughs> like all that, trying to intimidate me and do what they can, and like they were treating me like I was some crackhead. Because, mm-hmm. like, the whole opening of my mouth, like, I don't know how much clearer you can talk to somebody without something being in your mouth. Right. But I was, you know, like, yes, sir, no, sir, sorry, you know, just trying to be civil about the situation. 
Because I thought it was going to be a normal traffic stop, and then no. Shining their lights in my face, fucking pushing me against my car mm-hmm. over a speeding infraction. I'm sorry, but no. Y'all can fucking go to hell. Or purgatory. Or purgatory. <laughs> One of the two. But don't be treating people like that. Especially, yeah. like, when you tell me honesty goes a long way, and then I'm being honest with you, and you guys continue to treat me like shit... I'm sorry, but you're better off. I'm not one of those people that ask for your name and badge number. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I go about my life. Yeah, like, I go about my life not giving a shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you get what you get. You get, like, you fucking, you get a life, one life, and Mm. you fucking live it. So, I'm not going to go and try to ruin that guy's life. Why is he trying to ruin mine? That's, I I don't don't get it. So, that's all I wanted to end on. You better be happy you didn't have some shit planted on you. That's what I was waiting for, to be honest. I had my phone on my pocket and everything. I was ready for it. Yeah. Yeah, because it seemed like that. Because nothing was adding up. 15, Mm -hmm. a 35, and a 45? And they're just coming up with all these excuses. Yeah, they literally came up with a list of books. (laughs) Just like, just random shit. But that's all I had to say. I fucking hate it. hate sucks. Dealing with police officers. Especially when you're like, all you are is a stoner. Like, Mm. and like, genuinely a nice person. So it's like you just think of yourself as like a character. Well, no, don't get ahead of yourself. Now talking so highly about yourself, I am just a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, that's all I got. Stay humble, folks. Stay humble. <laughs> Be nice um, and wash your hands. Yeah.